0: Set your phasers to sexy
1: Hey you Reading comic books Like the way you look Like the way you Welcome everyone to another episode of True it's North way Nerds! Way. Yay! This week, uh, as you probably guessed, we're recording it a little bit before Christmas because it's coming out on Boxing Day because uh, there, there might not be a heck of a lot to talk about right now other than new stuff, so we're going to talk about the news and just uh, shoot the shit a little bit. But before we get to that, we have Ryan. Hello! We have Jen. Hi. And returning from Santa Dome, we have Kevin. Hello.
2: Have you noticed that every time we say, oh, it might be a short episode because we're just shooting the shit, it ends up being like a two hour long episode.
1: That's also very true.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not today's goal.
2: Yeah, we got stuff to do. It's almost Christmas. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Got stuff to do. Yep. (laughs)
1: All righty. So, Ryan. Yes, sir. What's in the news this week?
3: Oh, what's in the news? Let's see. Uh, We got some DC Cinematic Universe news. Um, Henry Cavill is now out as Superman. Oh. After tweeting out all those messages saying he's back, uh, he's had meetings with the new CEOs, and now he's out. Oh. Yeah. So there's I do uh, not approve
2: of that choice. <laughs>
3: yeah. And uh, but it does sound like so he's leaving this franchise and he's joining another franchise close to his heart, uh, and is gonna be part of some Warhammer 40k series or movie or something. Because he's a big nerd. Yeah.
2: I don't know and anything he, about Warhammer but good for him. I
1: I know chunks like of the the 40K universe. I know I know chunks. I think at this point Warhammer's probably completely forgotten about the fact that they have a fantasy universe too. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz 40K is where the the money comes in. Yep. But uh it's uh it also seems very complicated. Uh, a friend of ours, Nathan, is really into like the lore of it and stuff. But um, I know the designs for the Space Marines. I've, I've always thought looked cool. Well, that's the big guys, the big bulky armor that you see at yes. conventions
3: and toys and miniatures of and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, so that's happening there. Uh, James Gunn did go on, who is the new co-CEO of DC Films, uh, did say on his Twitter as a response to fan questions uh, that they would be focusing both on established Justice League heroes and lesser-known DC characters. Uh, Along with, there was a comment made very recently uh, that he very much was a fan of uh, Justice League and uh, and, uh, and Young Justice. Uh, and that they could the, the the film direction could be taking its cues from those cartoon franchises.
1: That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, it it does seem, and I don't blame them. It the, from all the other stories that seem to be coming out, because it looks like uh, Wonder Woman three is not going forward, and it also kind of sounds like Aquaman two is going to be the kind of the last hurrah for Aquaman. Um, it kind of sounds like they're clearing the decks of the the old stuff, or at least the, the major old stuff. And we're going to get, like, maybe not a full reboot of the DCU, but we're, we're going to move on to other things.
2: Though they're doing what they probably should have done in the first place and having, like, an organized DCU instead of uh, throw movies and see what sticks?
3: Uh, yeah. Yes and no.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean
1: yeah
2: <clears throat> I hope Shazam sticks around I really like Shazam but that's only kind of in the DCU yeah. it's like I, tangentially related
1: yeah I think Shazam really depends on how well it does it in like box office terms yeah at, the, at this point because it's there there was also the story floating around that uh Black Adam might be done yes and then finally I guess everybody. Decided to have a little bit of a talk about it, and both uh, the Rock tweeted out that like had a meeting with Ka- or had a meeting with James Gunn. W- we're working out stuff. Black Adam isn't part of their like next phase, but it's not going to be forgotten. And James Gunn seemed to back that up. So, and, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: <coughs> yeah, if they're doing it in phases like what Marvel did, it's possible that Black Adam will just show up again later.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. There there were some stories going around that there was a bit of a, like, that Henry Cavill's whole showing up at the end of Black Adam was kind of a power play attempted by The Rock to try to get a, you know, his you know be control of a larger portion of what's going to happen with the DC universe. Um it sounds like they were both had the same manager, both uh, Henry Cavill and uh, our agent maybe. Um, who Henry Cavill had recently uh, parted ways with as well. So it's there's some talk that yeah, the, the the Rock was almost trying to make a bit of a power play before the whole James Gunn announcement was made.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I had heard that too.
1: Yeah, it could be. It, it doesn't sound far off. Like is the the Rock is really sort of setting himself up as not only you know the Rock, but yeah. Uh, like his production company is in like different spots there. He's diversifying himself, kind of like because there there will be come a day where The Rock isn't making much in the way of movies. Like not like that he'll retire completely, but much like a, probably taking pages out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's playbook, just where he'll he'll kind of do some stuff here and there. Uh, probably do some movies that he wants to do to try, try to like kind of expand more, but might not necessarily, right. necessarily be what we expect of the Rock. And having a production company that's in charge of stuff is a way to finance that, yeah. essentially. Well,
3: even if you looking at someone younger and not even in you know, the the bodybuilding like, type of form, but look, I look at Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. You don't see him in movies anymore. You don't see him in TV stuff much anymore either, because he made his money and then he started investing in backing these Kickstarters, like small companies and and all this stuff. And that's where he makes his money now.
1: Yeah, and the and the Rock is very much the same way too. He's got yeah. the the tequila company. He's got the the power or not power drink. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, energy drink company. Yeah which he he has financial stakes in there's probably a bunch oh, the XFL but uh I guess we'll see about that one that's a that's an yeah. interesting thing to uh put your money in but okay
3: and then he's got his brand of uh you know the the Brahma Bull brand on on um, Under Armour stuff and yeah. yeah yeah so he's
1: diversified for sure Yeah he he's <laughs> uh, an interesting case to kind of watch
0: Have you but. seen any of the um uh, rumors about well, In one forum I was on Somebody was asking uh, Who uh, James Gunn's brother Will play in the DC
1: universe <laughs> Why, Will it even be characters That we see uh,
0: The uh, the the one that got The most positive reaction And I think it's pretty funny And this is a deep cut Do you remember uh, A Green Lantern called Gnort
1: Yep Oh yeah, that, that fits. <laughs> yeah. I've got an action figure. <laughs> you have a Gnort
3: action figure? Yeah. What's a Gnort? It, Gnort's like the it's a green lantern that looks like a dog. Like it's a human it's a, an animal you know, it's an anamorphic or whatever. You know, a dog with the an
0: anthropomorphic dog. That's yeah. the
3: word. Thank you. Yeah. He was from the uh, International Justice League. Um, wasn't it International Justice League story yeah. that 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 one when there was like the Justice League was like Batman with Genort, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, Fire,
1: uh, Ice. Yeah, and, and it's actually just- it's it's a run that I want Jen to read, but it hasn't been collected in a while. Yeah. And I I I know there's an omnibus kicking around out there, but it, I think it's out of print and expensive. <laughs> oh. Because it's right up Jen's like alley because it's fairly humorous. So it's got some superheroes that are like B-list guys. Like it was, a good run. I
0: that was my favorite uh, Justice League run. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, and you know I can see that being a
3: character. That that's a character that would be totally up James Gunn's alley. Yeah. To bring back and have on a live action. Or chip,
0: well, I can see chip, chip being, being in there too. too. Yeah,
3: you know, for someone who brought us, you know, arm fall off boy and polka dot man in the Suicide <laughs> Squad, right? Wait, so, did you yeah. just
2: say arm fall off boy? Yeah. Was he in Suicide Squad? I missed yeah, that.
1: Yeah, it was Nathan Fillion's uh, character. Oh right, it, right, right. That's also very, very different than the actual character. Other than the the arms can detach.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But
3: uh, um, ooh, we got to see our first look at Across the Spider Verse. We got a full trailer for that. Did y'all see that? Yes. Yeah, that looks like fun. Yes. So many questions. So many Spider Man or Spider People.
2: Spider People. Spider People.
3: We get what appears to be a pregnant Spider Woman. Yeah. That that appeared to have spider you know, powers like silk, though she was shooting spider webs out of her fingertips which i don't think jessica drew does that
0: no knows? she does not
3: um and then i, I was, it was, it's funny when you start watching you they like, start looking in the background because i'm pretty sure i saw there's a bombastic bag man back there at one point which is the spider-man in a fantastic four jumpsuit with a paper bag over his head
0: mm-hmm.
3: um Rumor is that the sensational Spider Man from the cartoon that cartoon series is supposed to make an appearance. Hmm. There's possibility there could be an animated version of Tom Holland in this movie oh. of his Spider-Man. Oh, cool. Um and it does very much look like uh, that uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine for some reason does not like Miguel. Uh, Miguel Miguel's Miguel does not like Miles. And his, uh, maybe the, the trailer looks like they're chasing him at some point, like he's the bad guy. So
0: hmm.
3: it'll be interesting to find out. I can't wait. But we have to. Waiting sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we, uh, a couple episodes ago, I think we talked about uh, Ash from Pokemon finally being the best. Um, mm. and winning the championship. Well, now uh, the, the makers of Pokémon, the makers of the cartoon will be retiring Ash and Pikachu from the cartoon <laughs> series. Oh.
2: I I saw a great meme of of Ash and Pikachu and it said, "Here's a a 10-year-old with 30 years experience." <laughs>
3: <Yep>. <laughs> so, they will finally be retiring them from the TV uh, they're going to get uh, first. They're going to get an 11 episode send off, where they're going to you're going to see past characters like Misty and Brock uh, come back and make appearances. Uh, but then they're going to transition into new episodes of a new series with new protagonists Rico and Roy. So a boy and a girl. So far, not much is known about the characters, uh, but there's a lot of speculation online that Rico is possibly Ash's daughter. That there'll be a time jump. Jeez. I
2: certainly hope so, because Ash is 10.
3: Well, yeah, if it's his daughter, it would have to be, a, you know, yeah. But uh, they, they, when they start, if you can go through articles and they start saying, oh, she, well, if you look at this and the way she's drawn here and this little symbol she wears on her thing is the same symbol from his hat and blah, blah, all these, you know, the internet reaching for, you know, for connections. Uh, I think it would be very interesting if it turned out that they did this time jump. Because there's you know, the speculation is she's the daughter. So Ash is the father with the girl, and the girl from one of the later seasons. I think it's the one that's got the the Evie. Um, would be the mother. I forget what her name is. I don't know. I didn't really pay that. It's been a while since I watched any Pokemon cartoons. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of want to see this last season where he gets, finally wins the championship, just because it sounds young. It'd be interesting to see. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's coming our way for Pokemon. Um, did anybody else see the f- little teaser first look at uh, trailer for the Barbie movie?
2: I'm yes. so excited!
3: That was made to mimic the monolith from, uh, from Space uh, Odyssey? That whole I'm sequence? I'm so
2: excited. I've already made plans to go see that with Karina. So don't <laughs> worry, guys, you don't have to see it. Unless you want I don't to.
0: know, it looks like fun. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah, want, <laughs> Don't
2: great.
1: <my> <clears throat> what was what was that? That was wrong?
0: my Apple Watch
2: deciding that it needed to tell me something. <laughs> Apple Watch wants to come and see the Barbie movie too. Sounds yeah. like it.
3: <laughs> um, yep. So that's coming our way. That was an interesting little trailer.
2: Brian Gosling's in it, and Simu Liu's in it. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> I don't
3: even care what the plot is. <laughs> uh, speaking of not knowing what the plot is, did anybody see the trailer for the new sci-fi movie called 65? No. No. Okay. I thought I shared that one in our in our own little uh, in our thread, but I guess nobody watched it. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I forget who's in it now because I watched it. It looks really cool. Uh, I think they. It uh, looks like it's a time travel. Future people going oh, the okay. same in have, the past. I was,
1: I was trying to remember what you're talking about, and then like, oh yeah, and it's that movie. It's just yeah. the the title is kind of generic.
3: Yes, well that's why like, I had to look it up again. To be like, um, who's in it? It's is that um, Adam Driver, Kylo Ren? Oh yeah, okay. That's I, I knew it was either him or I was thinking wondering if it was um, the guy from Andor. I was thinking it was someone from Star Wars. But, uh, and he said, yep, it's going to be sci-fi mixed with dinosaurs.
2: Oh, I've heard of it, but I don't think I saw the trailer. Oh, you should check it out. Because I just heard Kylo Ren and dinosaurs. Yes, exactly. That's all you need to know. (laughs) And I was like, eh, that's probably all I need to know. (laughs) Um,
3: Ooh, everybody's new favorite cartoon, Harley Quinn, has been greenlit for a fourth season on HBO Max. Yay! Uh, it's nice that something's going to be on HBO Max. Yep. Well, they have to put something out there, right? Keep people's <laughs> money. Um, I'm going to skip this one for last. Um, oh, Sony execs have confirmed there is going to be a fourth live-action Spider-Man.
2: Yay!
3: Uh, didn't, but then also went on to say didn't say when it's happening or anything else.
2: Called Spider-Man: oh. Staying Home. <laughs>
3: Exactly. Spider Man forgot where his home is. <laughs> um, and then just a little Avatar: Way of the Water box office update. After six days, it has made a hundred had had made because we only love the past now hundred and sixty eight million domestic, five hundred and fifty five million worldwide. Wow! And they were calling it a flop. <laughs> yeah. Are they? <laughs> How they call yeah. it a flop when it's it's? I know I've read that they say it has to make two billion to break even. Apparently,
2: yeah, yeah. that's why they're calling it a flop because it hasn't broken a billion yet.
3: But it's like, oh my god, give it like a second. I agree with you. Give it two weeks, people. It's on <laughs> track to make, to make a billion dollars by New Year's. Yep, it's, <laughs> that's not fast <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. I some, did like reading the story about how uh, actress Edie Falco is in the movie. Oh, but yes. she had filmed her part so long ago that she had assumed the movie had come out and just flopped.
3: Yeah, just, just <laughs> never heard anything about it. and then, Yeah, just never, yeah. I read that too. Uh, I saw something too. There's some uh, Chinese film executives saying, uh, complaining, saying that the movie, you know, it is opened and it's a, you know, it being viewed in China. But they're saying that it's not proper for the Chinese people. Uh, more or less, it's more of a they're whining and complaining because it's taking up a movie spot and playing in China. And cause then they can in the same little bit where they were complaining about it, they went on to, to promote other movies that they were making. Like, um, what's that with that? The one that was very popular a few years ago, moving earth or the one where the earth is like has rockets and stuff and they can move it. We made a really? second one, a sequel to that. Yeah.
2: Put it back, put it back.
3: Well, I think they had to move it for a reason. I forget. Yeah. Um, and then my last little news story that I've got um, revolves around, I was wondering what your thoughts are on AI-generated artwork.
1: Ugh.
3: Because that's a big story lately. There's been a yeah. few different things. Um, I saw a court ruling that a AI-generated comic book was deemed uh, that it could not be protected under copyright because it was AI-generated art.
2: So yeah. The thing that I've seen and I haven't really read too much about it, but what I've seen about AI generated art is that it the AI has to get it from somewhere and what it te- seems to be doing is taking art from internet creators and using that their style to generate new art. So it is AI generated but it's not in like AI style. And again, I haven't done much research so I may be incorrect, but that was that's what the the kind of hullabaloo that I've seen is.
3: Yeah, that's about that's pretty much the crux of the thing. It's that yeah. You can type in you find the AI the AI and you put in like a formula. You say, I want a picture of you know yourself. You say I want a picture of, of Jen Chittenden, uh like that's Sailor Moon in this style. And it will go and it will find photos of you and other people's artwork of Sailor Moon and then whatever style and blah make it Mm -hmm. but what is quite often new it's sampling from other people's copyrighted artwork other people's you know so it's it would be different yeah it's it falls under the whole what was uh, who was that guy that was was copying people's art and selling it at comic-cons brent
1: Oh, uh I can't remember, but his wife has blocked me and uh called me <laughs> out for being an asshole to him. Oh, there you go.
3: Uh but in, in that same same I'd say in that same family of, of of you know, that's yeah. The same problem. You know, it's it'd be one thing if you're using it to generate new art in like the styles of the masters, like you know, right. in like Van Gogh or or Michelangelo or something like that, where it's it's public domain artwork at this under, point. Yeah,
2: it's not really copyrighted.
3: Yeah. But if, now what's happening is you know, they're going and it's finding people's artwork off of their websites or off of um, you know, any of the different art art websites, and that's the problem. That's part of the problem, and and people aren't getting recognition for it sampling from them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, so I obviously don't like it when, like, you know, artists get ripped off, and especially, like, comic book artists, which uh, there seems to be a lot of (laughs) them. Um, The other thing is, is just to me, the examples that I have seen of AI art, it all looks kind of generic. Like, yeah, you can program what you want and stuff like that, but it definitely all looks like, it, almost like it's they're using the same Instagram filters. Now, that's something that may be programmed out of it later on and stuff like that as the technology gets better. But it just like it to me, you can't like it's too glossy. And in some cases, like it's it too perfect. It doesn't have like a human hand to it, mm-hmm. which like. It's weird to say because most are a lot of artists work digitally now, anyways.
2: But even if they're working digitally, they're still it still yeah. has like a human trait, like they're still drawing it, just not yeah. on paper on a tablet.
1: And the you know the AI on a whole doing some stuff is like there is there is a chat bot thing. I, w- I was talking to my boss yesterday about this, and he he had to listen to a whole podcast about it we were talking back and forth there's there's one that'll do that will write stuff for you like you plug in a bunch of details and it will write stuff for you and this is the kind of thing that like really like it is going to change the profession that I used to do as copywriter like incredibly in the next five years
3: oh yeah especially when you were given the whole okay you have to have this this and this in the first three sentences so that oh yeah the Google bots will find it and now then just say now and talk about this. Well, then the, yeah, I can go blah, and then there, you don't have a job anymore.
1: Yeah. Like especially well. like there's a couple jobs that I've done that like that, that's going to be done by a robot plain and simple in the next five to six years, that job will not have a human being behind it. Yeah. Now the, the one thing I will say is I think in, it may shrink certain things, but in other ways, like, it, maybe this is me being way too optimistic about it, but in certain things, it is going to be, like, writing is going to be more appreciated again because of, like, the the human aspect to it. Like, stuff like it, like, you know, like, commentaries, editorials, <coughs> the, like, novels, screenplays, stuff like that. Because, no matter what the machines won't be able to get like a, a direct human voice to it. It'll it'll come close, but it won't be quite the same, or at least that's sort of my, my hope to it. Little do you know,
3: I'm an AI right now. The real, you could be
1: on the couch to be fair. (laughs) Um, now it like the other thing is, is like, I, I have played around with some of these AI programs. In fact, uh, the musical duo, if you can call it that, that I'm in called um, Pleasure Chef. We did a Christmas song and we had an AI bot write the lyrics to it and it's awful. And then we made it worse. Mm-hmm. Coming soon to patrons. And <laughs> probably as you're listening to this, it will be available for you to listen to on on the, uh, the Patreon account.
2: I don't know. I think maybe we should use it as punishment for people who
1: don't subscribe to us. <laughs> uh, no, I put it like it's your. You won't have to. It'll be there if you choose to listen to it. Um, the the main comment that we got about the song was, I don't know which asylum, pleasure chef chef G- got released from, but please put them back. Nice. Yeah.
2: It's not a great song. It's hilarious, but it's not a great song.
1: (laughs) It it, it includes uh, sound effects of uh, about 20 Roombas falling down a flight of stairs.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the part I thought should have been longer. That'll tell you something (laughs) about the quality of the song.
1: (laughs) The rest of it. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing is, is the the genie's out of the bottle, though, right? Like, there's no going back at this point. Yeah. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
1: It's also kind of funny that I, I caught a little bit of James Cameron did an interview on a podcast with, like, had a bunch of, like, famous people do it. Like, I want to say Jason Bateman was on it and a couple other people. Okay. And the question about Terminator came up because the, the last movie did not do so well box office wise. And James was like, yeah, I think, like, for future and what we should have done is more focus on, like, the the evils of the AI part. And, like, "Eh, maybe there's something to that. (laughs) Uh, You got anything else, Ryan? Nope, that was all my news. Okay, I've got one or two things. Uh, Cool, because I got nothing. Okay. Uh, so last year when they started announcing members of the cast of uh, Ahsoka, which we will be seeing soonish, I want to say there was Yay. a teaser put out this week, wasn't there? Or no. well, there was the there was yeah. the Disney Plus teaser, which had like like very brief snippets of footage of like a bunch of things they've got coming out, and uh, they they also. Uh, had it narrated by uh loki not not the actor it was narrated by the character yes (laughs)
3: uh but i think we're still like six months away from seeing ahsoka because isn't uh Uh, mando's not out till march right
1: yes Uh... yeah there's no date other than 2023 yeah so, anyways, we we have known for a while that actress uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead or Winstead is in the show. Uh, you may know her from things like uh, Scott Pilgrim, the the movie she played Ramona Flowers in it. Uh, she oh. was also, a, yeah, she was also in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, she was the huntress in Birds of Prey. I guess that's probably the most recent thing. She was? Um, really? Yeah, yeah, that's her.
3: I liked her better as Ramona.
1: <laughs> she is also, incidentally, like completely coincidentally, uh, she is also married to uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. She is? Yeah, they, they met on the set of she was in one of the later seasons of that uh, the show Fargo. One oh, of the seasons that, that, he was, that he plays, like yeah, that he plays like two different characters in it at yeah. some point. Yeah, and they they met and fell in love on that show. They have a kid. Well, good for them. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know yeah, I son was she, born in twenty twenty
2: one. I think she she must have. I hate to say this, but she, maybe she lost a bit of weight because. She's got a bit more of a – I'm looking at pictures now. She's a bit more of a rounder face in, as Ramona in Scott Pilgrim. And then the picture that popped up, I guess, her headshot. She's yeah. much thinner. Um,
1: wow. It, that's that's also probably like, why I
2: didn't put two and two together. I know it's, the, it's 12 years ago. Yeah, I was going
1: to say it's also like it, it, it feels like yesterday that movie came out, but it came out in 2010. It's such a good movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so she's been in, as part of the cast for quite a while, but nobody's known who she plays. I, to be honest, I think when we saw the casting announcements, I said, oh, she'd make like a great inquisitor or something like that in, in the show. Mm-hmm. Now there are rumors coming out that uh, she is the one who's playing Harrison Dula in uh, Ahsoka. Yay! Because cool. we know Hera's in it. Yep. We don't know who plays her. I think we we've what like seen her butt in one of the the shots that they've shown. One of the I'm not sure the, if you can identify her yeah. by her butt, but
3: well, no. Uh, the, I think the one <laughs> image I do remember seeing was a leaked image from someone taking a picture of the video that was shown at celebration when they actually yeah. got to see some footage. But it was yeah, you saw Hera from the back. So, like, you see her head tails, and that's how you know that she says, Oh, that's Hera. Not just her butt. Yeah. But okay. you don't see a face. So, yeah.
2: Oh, she was also in a, one of the Love, Death, and Robot short things, the one with Topher Grace. I'm looking at a picture. It was the one oh. where there was, like, a world in the freezer.
1: Speaking oh, right. Grace, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: She's really pretty. I'm just flipping through pictures.
3: <laughs> I didn't watch that those, any of those shorts, but now that you brought that up, did you, anybody else see the trailer for that 90s show? Yes. The, 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 yeah. the, the second uh-huh.
2: trailer? I don't know. Oh. Part of
1: it... Uh, like, it's
2: the exact same show, only with 90s catchphrases thrown in instead of 80s or 70s, yeah. 70s
1: catchphrases just
2: said Ashton
0: Kutcher wasn't doing anything. Well, that's, yeah, he's in that. That's what we said, other than the odd
3: thing, like, he's in that one episode, at least.
1: I think they all show up but hide, right? And different. Hyde isn't in it for obvious reasons.
2: Isn't he in jail, the actor?
1: No, but he's got a lot of legal things yeah. against him that are not pleasant. Uh, listeners, a lot can of look allegations. Yes. So I think they just decide to just steer clear completely and not even contact him about it. Chong's in it though. Yep.
0: Uh, I saw that.
1: I don't know. We're going to be hit with a bunch of those remakes, reboots in the next little while. Cause I also saw the trailer for uh the new night court the other yes. day. Yes.
2: That one. I kind of wouldn't mind seeing. Uh Is that I, Bernadette? The, the actress who it played is. Bernadette? Yes.
1: She's uh, so. producing it as well.
0: So she's playing Harry Stone's daughter. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. I don't, I'm curious because night court is one of those sitcoms that I loved. Yeah. Me too. But, I also feel that like it was very one ahead of its time and also of its time. Like yes. there is stuff on that show you would never get away with, and honestly, for good reason mm-hmm. these days. Like I would, I, I don't see how like a lot of that, like what they can do to match that in a lot of ways.
2: It'll be very it's, interesting
1: to see David Glover's character. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the only character evolve. that's
2: come back, right? Like, he's the one that's tying the old to the new?
1: Yeah. Uh, so. On a full-time basis. It sounds like everybody who is still living is going to make appearances. Because
0: most of the cast of the original Night Court has passed, right?
1: Uh, a good chunk of them. Harry, I know.
0: Harry Anderson is has is dead. Marky Post has passed. Um, yeah. uh, m- uh Most of the bailiffs have died. Uh, oh.
1: I think Marshall yeah, Richard like Maul still alive, and I think Richard,
0: yeah, the guy who plays Bull, Richard
1: Maul, and yeah, Marshall, he's
0: I think, is still alive, but yeah, I don't know about the guy who played Mac, the court clerk.
1: I want to say he even passed away not too long ago. Yeah, uh, let me just. I Google feel like this. I remember
3: seeing that pop up.
1: Yeah, because he, he's he was in a bunch of things too, right? So. Um, yeah, and if if Richard Mull comes back, does he shave his head? Because he's actually like he, you know, he has a full head of hair.
2: I feel like he he's should play it like he's on. been there the whole time. Like he never retired; he's just always been there.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charles, uh, there. Charles Robinson, who uh, played Mac, passed away in two thousand twenty-one. Yep. So, it, like you, you are correct. Like a good chunk of the the cast is no longer there. But uh, it's but beyond that, like, you know, a lot of the humor in the show revolved around the people that went through the court, which was like, you know, prostitutes and well, sex workers and homeless people and like stuff that you can't really joke about too, too much anymore. But they would just there was a lot of sexual humor. There was a lot of sex in that show. Yeah. Somebody posted an image and I'd completely forgotten about it until they put the explanation underneath it of uh Terry Hatcher is in an episode. She plays the daughter of like the the state district attorney or something like that who is shadowing uh Dan John Larquette's character for the day and all she's trying to do is like have sex with him. <laughs> and uh, it's the one time where like he's avoiding it like the plague kind of thing. Uh-huh. So and, like, See, I
2: watched these. I watched this show as a child. I didn't pick up on this.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, uh, well, same. Do you guys remember the episode? Now that we're talking about it, it's just the one thing I can think of. It's the one Harry's about to have sex with somebody, and he's running around his office. He's putting like post-it notes on like the pictures because, and he's singing a little song. But then, for one reason or another, he ends up out on the ledge. In his boxer shorts with the pigeons. It
1: sounds familiar. Like and I don't then, doubt
3: you. And then I feel like David uh David Larquette, he uh he ends up like Dan ends up out there too, because he he then sneaks into Harry's office to have sex with someone, and somebody comes in, somebody else is coming in, so he jumps out on the on the windowsill, and the two of them are out there. <laughs>
1: I, if that's not an episode, it should have been. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like one of them hilarious. is out there without
3: any boxers. For some reason, lost his boxers or something, and he's like, so he's. I think it hair. It's like I feel like it's Harry, and he's out there, and then Dan comes out and he like, looks. He's like, oh, and they're both like stuck in the windowsill.
1: Oh, could be. I, and then if, um, I, I have stated a couple times to a couple other people that. The, the one thing I do want this show to do in at least one episode is I want an update on the Hillbilly family that, like, the dad was played by Brent Spiner. Yeah. Who, that, <laughs> yeah, Like, they <laughs> appeared in, like, <laughs> what, they? three or four episodes, I want to say? Oh, like, they were not ever a big part, but... Yeah. They weren't oh, Hillbillies, it,
0: they were Yugoslavian.
1: No, they were Hillbillies.
0: Yeah. No, they were... <laughs> It was a plot on the show. They weren't—they really, weren't really hillbillies. They were Yugoslavian, but they always talked like hillbillies. Oh, oh were...
1: shit! Yeah, like I'm—I'm I'm seeing it in the—I—I I must have never saw that episode yeah. where that gets revealed. I, I thought you were making reference to because Yakov Smirnov was a uh, frequent uh, visitor in the show too.
0: They did six episodes of Night Court.
1: Okay, so so I want an update. I want to see where they were.
3: He's a millionaire. He made money in
0: Bitcoin. (laughs) They were rich, weren't they? Didn't it turn out they were rich?
1: So according to Wikipedia, a pair of down-on-their-luck stereotypical Appalachian yokels... Who who later reveal they are Yugoslavian, although they continue to speak the same way. Bob was a frequent def- defendant in Harry's courtroom, usually as a result of a series of freak disasters befalling the family. Like I want to say, at one point they get hit by lightning, or somebody gets hit by lightning. Uh-huh. At one point they ran a they ran a concession stand in the courthouse for which they spent their entire inheritance, two hundred fifty thousand that Granny, the often mentioned but never seen, had left them, forcing them to charge astronomical prices. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think all their crimes weren't, like, their fault, per se. It always had to, something to do with them, what they were doing. Like, they never did jail time on the show. Yeah, one of those,
3: I didn't know I couldn't bathe in the
2: fountain. Yeah. Because they're Yugoslavian?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you that must be later on. Like that's definitely not revealed in like the first or second like episode. Oh. <laughs> but like they're like they're like you know there's certain stuff I don't see them being able to pull off. But at the same time, is uh, uh, what's her name Michelle Roush? Is that how you would pronounce it? Roush,
0: Melissa Roush,
1: Melissa Roush. She has gone on record of saying that, like, she grew up and loved the show. She's around our age, a bit younger. It, like, there's there's a chance they can pull it off.
0: Yeah. She is 42, Melissa yeah. Rauch.
1: So she's not far off of our age group. And I'm also hoping that means that, like, they'll finally show up on streaming services where I can watch it. Hmm. Hmm. It's one of the sitcoms that and WKRP are the two that I can't seem to find anywhere, at least in Canada. Yeah,
3: I would imagine. Was it not an NBC show? So it's probably on Peacock in the, in the US. Yeah, if it's streaming. Yeah, uh, any other news,
1: or are you just gonna keep rolling into our blah 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 segment? Yeah, we can roll into our blah 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 segment. That, that was the main bit of news. Of this <laughs>
3: To
0: Is go that back to the originally. Term for it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, here's something the the Knives Out movie debuts on Netflix today. I know what I'm watching tonight.
2: I
3: was watching it before we before we came on.
2: I'm gonna watch uh, Muppets Family Christmas while I'm wrapping uh, presents. I and do. And then I'm love gonna that. watch the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs>
3: That's what I forgot to watch today. I was watching because uh, <laughs> I was very busy today at work. While I was working, I watched a Violent Night, the new Santa Christmas mm-hmm. movie, because I got a I found a copy of that. How was it? That's fun. <laughs> I like the Santa lore that he goes that he goes into during the movie when he's talking to the little girl about who he is or who he was
1: and stuff. Yeah. I think Brent's going to like it. I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch it at, at some point over the holidays.
2: Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I know it's excessively violent, so it's not like I'm going to go in surprised. <laughs> but yeah. I'll watch it.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Anybody else yeah. watch anything, anything new and exciting recently?
0: Did anyone else watch the Santa Clauses on um, Disney Plus? Yes, I
1: binged no. that
3: last Sunday because it's so it's, it's so easy to watch. You can
0: watch it in the morning. Yeah, I uh, it's fine. Yeah, I I wanted to see somebody else become Santa at the end, but spoilers! Ooh,
1: spoilers!
0: I never said I never said who became Santa. Yeah that's true i just said i wanted to see somebody else become santa i never said the do, person do become who became santa. yeah exactly
3: uh i enjoyed it it's very yeah, much it was in cheating. keeping with the with the other
1: movies yeah the same and, deal, so.
0: and they've announced a second season
1: yes really yeah yeah so for all of you uh out there who feel that there is a war on Christmas and that a war on right-winged actors can't get any jobs, there's your uh, no, no, there isn't.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Ryan, I know you're watching this. What's your take on National Treasure Edge of History?
3: Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, It very much feels kind of like the, yeah, well, because it is, it's like take the National Treasure movies and make it a, now it's young hip kids, No uh,
1: kids. Oh wait, that came out. Yeah, that series yeah. started. Yeah. Oh, geez, all the stuff that I'm uh, I've missed over the last little while, I guess.
2: You know, yeah. have you ever seen the National Treasure movies?
1: Neither have I. Uh, <laughs> so
2: I think you now.
3: Well, it's not ancient history, so I don't think you have any problems with any of the history stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so getting better how, at that.
3: <laughs> I don't know how deep you are into your American history and stuff like that. So.
2: Uh, everything I know about American history, I learned from Animaniacs.
3: Oh well, there you go. <laughs> so you'll be fine. Yeah, you're good. You'll be fine. I think so. In that case, you'll enjoy it because I, I those ones are they're, they're, they're fun movies. They're they're yeah, they're like um they're like Indiana
2: Jones type movies, but a little m- more lighthearted. Yeah, and they're, they're like kids' versions of the Da Vinci Code, aren't they? Well, if you want to say
3: kids' version as in like, there's not as many like murderous people and religious plots, yes.
2: And not as convoluted.
3: Well, they can still be convoluted because there's things like, you know, well, in one of the National Treasure movies, had to, they had to steal the, the Declaration of Independence to be able to look at the back of it to see something that's written in invisible ink that they had to he was like a black light to type bullshit to, to read with like special glasses and stuff. So yeah, it can get convoluted. I, I still want to watch them. Oh, you should. They're very fun. Uh, and then <laughs> even this, like, the more the show's developing, the more it's, it's expanding on the story of the characters, which is, makes sense. Cause you know, that's how TV shows work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, every so often you get little, snippets or little mentions of stuff from the movies like there's like the they mentioned oh he was the FBI agent that found that caught the guy that stole the Declaration of Independence or oh I got a tip that someone was going to steal the the Declaration of Independence and I didn't follow up on it when I was young and now Mm -hmm. you know thankfully I had a boss that gave me a second chance and so he gets some talk about that it's that it's all that it is still that same universe, that same world. Cool.
1: Actually, that that actually brings up something that I I did uh, mean to kind of mention, and uh, in, in our like news pack, what's up? So, uh, a friend of the show, and I think he's been on twice. Uh, our friend uh, Fred Kennedy, uh, Fearless Fred, from. Uh, q107 and also comic book writer has a comic book coming out from image next year oh good for him and here's where uh here's the thing that means that maybe jen might be staying away from the episode because he is writing a six issue series called dead romans so it's Is it about zombie gladiators? No, no, it's not. Although I should pitch that. That sounds like actually a pretty good undead
0: Romans.
1: (laughs) So the uh, I guess the the blurb for the book is uh, in dead Romans, lush, beautiful illustrations bring to life the brutal tale of love and war from the birth of the Roman Empire, the empire that butchers his people. He wants to make a queen of the woman he loves, Honoria. A fellow slave. Now fifty thousand Romans will die to give her a throne she never asked for or wanted. I feel that there's words missing in that blurb.
0: Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> I thought you just skipped over them as you were reading. No, that, that's the, the that's the blurb. Uh, I've seen preview pages of it. It's a gorgeous looking book. Like who's drawing uh, it? For, uh, his name is. I'm going to be butchered. Nick uh, Baron Okay And where I, I have a feeling It's the guy that worked With That's worked with him Before uh, da, 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 da. He's a Canadian I want to say But uh, I want to say he worked on Dead Planet with Fred.
0: Okay. So I was listening Uh, to Fred's podcast with the Star Wars um, story that he'd written. mm -hmm. Did he finish that, or did it just fade
1: out? No, that's something I've been meaning to ask him about. Uh, He did not finish it. Um, But uh, I have a feeling This might be part of the reason Like Orc got in the way Kind of thing Because he was doing it for free on his own Right So, uh, you know As also a way to not get sued by Disney Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But I, uh, I believe There's been a couple projects that have come up This one would have been taking up A good chunk of his time yeah. Because he does have that day job That he's doing every weekday and he's also a voice on Paw Patrol. Oh, is he? <laughs> uh, like yeah, I believe it's a new gig, like a fairly recent gig. But yeah, he's been doing a voice for them for a while. So um, the book looks gorgeous. Uh, Fred is obviously a bit of a friend of the show. Uh, discussions are in the the offing of having Mr. Kennedy on our show yet again in when we get closer to the release date of this book. Okay. It looks really cool. Uh, I think it's like the like one of the barbarian, well, quote unquote, barbarian tribes is trying to kill off Romans. Mm. Uh, Because you get
3: get Mark to bring a couple issues into the store.
1: Yeah. During the (laughs) reign of Augustus, if that helps, Jen.
2: Yeah, he was the first emperor.
1: So. You'll just have to be nice, Jen. Don't get into a fight with our guest.
2: (laughs) That depends on how well researched it is. Ooh.
1: <laughs> well, it was nice to have friends of the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that's a, um, I like seeing our friends of our show do well. Yeah, it's. Especially Fred. Fred's been a really good, like, he, like n- not to blow smoke up his ass, because I'm sure he doesn't even listen to the show. Um, but he's a really solid writer. Always has been. Uh, and he's only gotten better over the last couple of years. The, the unfortunate thing is, unfortunately, uh, one or two of his projects got tied up over at... Uh, at a uh, certain Canadian publisher who has allegedly ripped off a number of people and is kind of holding a bunch of projects hostage. So uh, allegedly there that should cover me. Shouldn't be able to get sued on any of that. (laughs) Which, which sucks. Obviously. obviously So is everybody ready for Christmas?
0: As ready as I'm going to be. I
1: got to wrap a bunch. We got to wrap a bunch of stuff, but
3: we're good. You're telling me you're not wanting to play video games after we're done here, Brent?
2: He is not allowed. Oh, until after we've wrapped a bunch of presents, then he
1: can. That is, that is correct. (laughs) But we don't have a huge amount of stuff to wrap. So, and I can't wrap Jen's stuff until uh, she's like not around
2: you can wrap it in the basement. I just won't go down there.
0: I will have very something very interesting to report on in our next episode because next week after Christmas, I am attending the immersive art of Disney exhibit at uh, oh, yeah. in Toronto. So I'm really looking forward to that. That, that sounds cool super cool. I think it'll be very fun.
3: Um, actually, you did something very kind of very cool last weekend. Uh, well, I thought it was kind of cool—a different Santa experience with uh, uh, Make a Wish and Toys R did, Us. Uh, uh, no, you? it wasn't
0: Make a Wish. It was Starlight no? Foundation. Starlight. Sorry, I knew it was yeah. one of those. Yeah, I should talk about that a little bit. So, yeah. I got hired to be Santa at uh, Toys R Us at the south end of Barrie on uh, Sunday morning. Uh, it was—we uh, got into the store two hours before. Well, I, a little bit over two hours before the store opened, we opened the store to these families at eight o'clock. Uh, there was me, a couple of elves, um, some princesses came, and um, a boatload of stormtroopers from the 501st. Aww.
1: Um And nothing says Christmas
0: like stormtroopers. Yeah, I kept telling all the kids to watch out. There were stormtroopers at the end of every aisle. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a really nice event. All the kids got um, gift cards from Toys R Us so they could go shopping for their siblings. And Aww. at the end of the day. When they were sh- checking out. They were also given a large box. A large sealed box. Filled with presents. From various toy manufacturers. Aww. I have no idea what was in it. I'm dying to know. <laughs> what <laughs> was in it. Uh, because every major toy. Company. Uh, put something in this box. Cool. So
2: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it was really sweet. So these are kids who are sick or kids who have uh, physical challenges or mental challenges. Mm. And it really, really was a great event. Now, it was funny. I happen to know the Cinderella and the Belle, the uh, princesses that came. They, you know, community theater Um, circles are fairly small around here. So I knew them. And we were just sort of standing together at at nine o'clock. And this was a two hour event. It went from eight until the store opened at ten. And at nine o'clock, all of a sudden, all of the stormtroopers were gone. They all they all took off. And we were like, What what's going on? Like why did all this why why did they leave? And then I think we figured that the five oh first is a volunteer organization, right? So yeah. they came they came as volunteers. Yeah. So the, I guess they only volunteered an hour of their time. I don't know. Maybe being in those costumes for longer than an hour is too uncomfortable, or something.
2: Maybe they have to go to work <laughs> at, at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. Oh, right, Sunday. Never mind. <laughs> well, they, anyway, they have had to go work had, at ten. Yeah,
1: there. There's actually like my guess would be they probably had another event to go to.
0: Perhaps,
1: but they, all, they tend to do them only on like because of work stuff. They tend to do them a lot on weekends, yeah. so they probably kind of fit a couple. Well, we like
0: times. I said, we figured they they were volunteers, so they volunteered to be there for an hour, whereas we had a contract and we were being paid to be there for two hours. So yeah, uh, yeah, but it was really sweet. Um, there is an article about the event with a couple of pictures if you look on uh, Barry Today. Yeah, um, I saw that. It's uh, it was a nice it was a really nice event and I hope I get to do it again. Although they they use different Toys R Uses every year apparently, uh, this was the first time it had been done in Barry. Um, the, I think last year it was in Newmarket, so like there's always one close by and one of these events close by, but it's not always in the same the same store every year.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's amazing, though. <laughs> yeah, I can't um, believe. Apparently,
1: it's... though, the Barry Toys R Uses are like kind of their like almost flagship store. The stores.
0: Well, the um, the Starlight Foundation people who showed up kept saying to the management of the store who was there, "Wow, this is the nicest Toys R Us we've ever been in. This is a fantastic <laughs> store. We well, love this
3: store." It's wow, h- that's, that's hilarious. Well, which makes sense. So the South End one was made to be in the style of what they were gonna. Any new stores that were gonna be that were supposed to be made, yeah, will be styled after that store. Okay, they have a little few more interactive things. Have smaller departments, but where items are still available. But then if they don't have it necessarily there, they can order it. Like there's that one kiosk where you can order stuff in or look things up and stuff like that. Um, and then I think part of the reason that got built in Barry was the the our old original store the one up in the, the north end on Bayfield uh, does such good numbers, right? That they decided you know Barry deserved needed a, you know, deserved or whatever a second Toys R Us, right? Um, and I think new the one in Newmarket I feel like has something to to do too. Like I don't know if it's a, like a, a flagship store, but they tend to get a lot of stuff. First,
0: that or store a feels bit
3: earlier. bigger.
0: Like the the South End Berry one is not a huge store. No, no. But the oh, one in Newmarket is, is in the oh, mall, yeah. right? And it's yeah. I'd say the one in Newmarket
3: is probably a little bit, maybe a little bit bigger than the one on Bayfield, but it might only feel that way because the one on Bayfield is split up between the baby side and the kids and the rest of the store. So it's got that wall. If yeah. that was a wide open. I'd say it's probably bigger than the new market store.
1: I'd also say that the new market store, uh, their babies are us section is not like there. It's not walled off from the rest of it.
3: Yeah. Most of, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that, <laughs> that makes it feel bigger right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Exactly what I meant. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: but,
3: uh, yes, I, I found a golden ticket at Toys R Us the other day. On Saturdays and Sundays, the last few weekends, uh, at least the Bayfield store, they hide a little. They, well, when you walk in, there's a little sign that says, "You know, on Saturday on this day and this day, look for you know, between these hours and these hours, look for golden tickets hidden in the store." And a golden ticket, when you find it, you'll end up. You it's a you bring it up to the front you sign off that you know I don't work for Toys R Us and I don't live with anybody that works for Tories or Us like all the and I didn't
2: put that ticket there <laughs>
3: and, I, and I didn't make you know this is a real ticket which they check and uh, it's uh, then they give you a little envelope and you open it up and it's like a, a, full, a piece of paper that says uh, you get to save twenty dollars with the purchase of any purchases above twenty dollars oh cool and you have to use it that day. So I found one and which I did not even know what I was looking for until I find it because I, I was like thinking golden ticket. I'm thinking more like uh like a golden ticket like um Charlie Jack. Yeah, like Charlie Willy, and the Willy Chocolate Wonka. Yeah, like so like a big piece of You don't get
2: it, to own Toys R Us if you buy find no. a <laughs> gold. I don't
1: know. But I mean in not that shape. I just <laughs> got a text message from Ryan like, uh, they just gave me the keys to the store. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do?
3: take everyone out open everything up um but uh what it ended up what it ended up being was more like a those little folded triangular like table toppers you know, have, like in restaurants when they're showing off what the new oh, you know, yeah dessert yeah. is or something like that
2: yeah
3: so it's something like that I was I found I found it sitting on like the the shelves in the like, the new book area and it has like a big picture of Jeffrey on it, and it says, you know, I i have a golden ticket, and take me to the front ca- cash. So I did, and it was like, I saved $20. I was hoping Next. for more. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, Nathan, the first week, he found one and saved him, He got $100. Wow.
2: Whoa. Yeah. How much did you have to spend to save $100? I
3: probably had to spend
2: uh, at least
3: $1,000. Probably had to spend $100. Hmm. Right, because you get $100 off, but you probably have to spend $100. Otherwise, you know, there's no cash no, value. No, but I mean, like,
2: did you have to spend $500 to get $100 off? No,
3: no, no. What <laughs> mine was to spend 20 to get 20 off.
1: Yeah. Oh, it, it's okay. not a coupon. It's a it's like You have to spend promotion. that amount.
2: Ha. Huh. Yeah. Oh, Brent, you would have got such an awesome Christmas present if I got a $100 coupon. Oh,
1: thanks. <laughs> but, sorry, you didn't. Sorry, you're saying my Christmas present isn't awesome?
2: It would have been more awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, just not go. from Toys R
1: Us, is what she meant.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't or know what she got.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is the one year I didn't have to be like, hey, Ryan, what should I get, Brent, for Christmas?
3: Yeah, because I would have told <laughs> you, I have no idea.
2: Yeah, I figured it out. Good. He gets rocks. Yay! Coal's <laughs> important. Uh, I didn't say coal, I said rocks. Coal's a, you know, a rock.
3: <laughs> um. But yeah, so I was able to you know I used it. And I bought myself one because there's a whole bunch of other sales going on too, but I ended up buying myself one of those uh the dark troopers from uh season two of The Mandalorian. The robots. The robot oh, troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're a the ones that Luke kills. Series. The ones that exactly those ones. So they're a deluxe figure and therefore expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were on sale, which helped. And then I got to use my twenty dollars off on it, so I was like, "Oh, which was awesome!" So it was like cost me like sixteen dollars. At sixteen dollars, I'll buy that toy all day
0: long. <laughs> <laughs> I did was I was looking at some Star Trek toys while I was at Toys R Us, and they seemed very expensive for what they were. So,
1: yeah. Welcome to toy which collecting. Ones, uh, which ones did they have?
0: They had a couple of the new Mego ones, and yeah. they had the the retro retro ones that don't have a ton of articulation
1: oh the uh, reaction figures
0: yeah and they were yeah. like 23 dollars each
1: yeah those ones yeah that's so super seven what it not to encourage your collecting
0: <laughs>
3: but stuff, to encourage your
1: collecting but to encourage your stuff uh take a look in GameStop the next time you go buy one uh kevin because okay. they've been getting the new playmate star or star trek figures Mm. that are kind of like think of the old ones but with a little bit taller a little bit more articulation and a little bit better sculpt to them
3: yeah those are the ones we talked about a few months ago that like the first wave was going to be like Picard and Riker and um Michael and uh what's his name the her, her number one the alien oh Saru Thank oh. you, Saru, so, And then and there was going to be was there a, was there a Kirk?
1: The, I, think I want to say Kirk and Spock are yeah. either in the first wave or second.
3: Yeah, so those ones I, I think I saw the Riker the other day at GameStop and around here. They weren't bad. They actually looked at the, the, the in person. They looked better than those preview images that we were seeing because I wasn't yeah. too high. They were the, the original images weren't. I, didn't put me too high on those
1: figures. I, I nearly got uh, like got the thought of getting into them because I watched a video uh, there. So for our listeners there who aren't toy collectors, 3D printing has been like a boon to certain aspects of toy collecting, such as dioramas. And there's a guy out there who's making the order with 3D printing uh, sets for those old Playmates Star Trek figures, but they will still fit well, with the new ones in scale. And he, like, one of the things you can buy from him is 10 forward. Like, the, I'm like, oh. oh, that'd be great because then you could, like, you can mix and match all the figures, right? Because it's a bar. Like, yeah. it's, it's okay to have, like, Spock and Kirk in there along with Picard and Rikers. It's a, but also a cool way to display everything. And then I went to the guy's site and this isn't, I don't want people thinking that I'm like, shitting on this guy, I just didn't really think of, like, oh, yeah, that would be expensive. It's, like, 400 bucks for the diorama, so I'm Ooh. like, no, I'll stick with one of the displays and everything that I've already got.
3: Well, there you go. That's the reason to get your own 3D printer and just find the plans online. And
1: just, like, print myself off uh, 10 forward. Yep. I got nowhere to put it, though, either, so... I'll, I'll stick with the collections that I have that I'm running out of room for. <laughs> um, not to end it on a downer note, too, but the the one thing that I thought I'd also kind of mention, too, is, since we spoke about kind of possible crap comic book companies, is, like, there's been a rash of, like, comic book companies uh, kind of, like, either going under or pausing for a moment aftershock oh, yeah. is, aftershock is uh, filed for chapter 11 there is alleged rumors and stories of uh, heavy metal being unable to pay like their creators what they're owed for the last couple of months and uh the other thing is uh i think we covered it in the news after san diego but amc was launching a comic book company uh, with uh, Matt Fraction and Kelly Sue DeConnick being kind of at the head of it, that seems to be a, have been completely shelved, and everybody who worked for it uh, let go before they even got a book out. Wow! Ouch! And like they, they were, they were like, they were betting on stuff too, because like one of the, I think it's they had at least a preview comic or maybe one full issue of. They were doing a comic with uh, Kirk Hammett, the, the guitarist for Metallica, the, who's, like, a super big nerd, like, into horror and science fiction and stuff like that. They had him on board, and, like, that that book, who knows if it's ever going to see the light of day now. It's, so, like, oh. it, it, kind of a sad note, but, like, oof.
2: I can end on a slightly happier note, then.
1: Okay, well, why don't we end on your slightly happier note, and then we'll go into uh, our uh, uh, Geek Picks for the week.
2: Yeah, it's not that that big of a note. I was just browsing around the internet, and the Boxing Day sales on Kobo.com have already started. I just bought four books. (laughs) Oh,
3: you bought more books? Four. I bought
2: four books.
0: Oh, nice. Happy Christmas!
2: My total for four books... Was less than
1: $10.
2: Wow. <laughs> Woohoo. See, happier note. Jed gets right. books. I guess mm-hmm. so. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was $15. At
1: least it's not <laughs> taking it's up shelf room either.
2: Yep. Yay. I've been right. really into the ebooks. Just, it's been so much easier to read at work and to carry them around. I still like yeah. physical books, yeah. but it's, the ebooks are just so much more easy. <laughs> and I can eat with one hand and flip pages with the other.
1: <laughs> cool. All there you right. go.
2: Slightly more uplifting. Yeah. Very, very slightly.
1: <laughs> so with the uh, the end of this episode, that brings us to Geek Picks. Who wants hmm. to go first?
2: I
0: got one. Go for it. I am loving Star Trek Prodigy. As it stands, at the time of his recording, we have one episode left in the season. And uh, the cliffhanger they have left us on at the end of the penultimate episode is a really, really good one. Um, this is a show ostensibly for kids, but it may be the best written Star Trek show that we've had since the franchise got revived. Um, if you are not watching Star Trek Prodigy because you heard it was for kids or because you watched that initial pilot, two-parter and thought, eh, this isn't for me. Give it another chance. This last run of episodes um, since it came back have been all, they've all been fantastic. Especially uh, at the end of this season. The the pace just keeps picking up and the plot keeps chugging along at a really good pace. And I am um, loving it. And uh, yeah, those are characters I would love action figures of. Rock Talk, and Murph and uh, Jankum Pog hmm
3: I agree. I'm enjoying that, that cartoon, too. I, I finally, I i uh, watched it uh, the other night while I was doing the dishes. Uh, I had that my iPad up in the kitchen and, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they end the season. Yeah. Hopefully
2: you had it away from the water.
3: No, I put because it in. It, it bubbles, it floats. With my dirty dishes. <laughs> we just
2: watched a whole bunch of fail videos before we started to record and that's what popped into my head when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> You want to go next, Ryan, or do you want me to go? You can go. All right. Um, So I've been uh, listening to a lot of books on my commute, as I'm sure I've mentioned. And uh, one of the ones I listened to to recently is called Gallant uh, by V.E. Schwab. And if you haven't read anything by V.E. Schwab and you like fantasy, I highly recommend literally everything she's written. Because I think I've read almost everything at this point, And nothing has been bad. Everything has been amazing. This particular book. I liked it because it was a standalone book. Because she tends to write series. Um, and I just wanted something quick. Um, and it's about a girl named Olivia. Who was abandoned as a child. And grew up in a school for girls. Which is not great. Um, and And her special thing is. The special thing about her is that she can see. Which she calls ghouls, which are basically uh, ghosts. Um, nobody else can see them, but she can. Um, and they don't bother her. She learned that they can't hurt her. So she basically can just, you know, see them. Um, and then it finds out that she actually has a family. And there is a house called Gallant. Um, and she. so she ends up back there eventually. And... She has to discover the secret of the house and the the gate in the garden wall and why her mother, who abandoned her with everything, like left her with nothing except for her mother's old diary. The last thing that she wrote in that diary was, you will be safe as long as you stay away from Gallant. So it's a really interesting book. And the thing that is the most interesting about Olivia, who's the main character and Uh, the first person. So she's the one who you see the whole story through is that she cannot speak. She's mute. Um, So it's really interesting how she, how the author can like shows the world through Olivia's point of view where, you know, she's ignored. uh, She can't speak to anybody. People just tend to disregard her because she doesn't make noise um, and how she reacts differently to things. It's really fascinating. So yeah, I would I would really recommend this book. It, it's got a great ending and it's it's really good. So yeah, read Gallant or listen to it. It's really well uh, narrated as well. And I just found it at the library, so I mean you don't even have to pay for it if you don't want to. I didn't check if it was on part of that Kobo sale, um, <laughs> but uh, everything by V. E. Schwab uh, I would recommend. But that one is the most recent one. Cool,
1: Ryan.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with the new comic uh, min- miniseries, uh, Dark Web. It's a Spider-Man uh, miniseries so ties into the Amazing Spider-Man and a few other of his friends' books. Um, in this story, we've got uh, a couple of clones coming back to uh, kind of, I guess, attack their original, I guess, the people they're cloned from. So we've got Ben Riley, who uh, at this point is missing a big chunk of his memories after the events of the uh, of the Beyond arc of Amazing Spider-Man, and he has teamed up with Madeline Pryor, who is the kind of evil clone of Jean Grey, who is the current ruler of um, Limbo, and together they've sent a bunch of the demons and stuff from that era, that uh, dimension into New York. And we've seen the X-Men so far having to fight them and Spider-Man's fighting them and as well as fighting against uh, these clones, mm-hmm. these people. And so there's a Black Cat and um, Mary Jane tie-in book, which, which was surprisingly good. Yes. As you say, it was surprisingly good. Has a few t- new twists that you wanted to talk to me about. We'll do that off the air. Um, There's a Miss Marvel book I haven't read that one yet And there's uh, an X-Men tie-in As well as the Spider-Man ongoing So there you go If you're into Spider-Man and X-Men Dark Web There you go Cool
1: As for me I'm going to go with an action figure That uh, Ryan kindly picked up for me Not too long ago Uh, The Marvel Legends version of Longshot Super (laughs) cool long shots always been one of my favorite, like X-Men characters and the level of detail that they put into this. Like they got all of the things right to it. I think there was a toy biz long shot back in the day, but I never had him. So now I just have to, at some point uh, get myself a mojo.
3: There you go. <laughs> just get your mojo back.
2: So. As a bit of an aside, because you mentioned clone of Jean Grey, I googled, how many clones of Jean Grey are there? <laughs> um, <laughs> according to marvel.fandom.com, there are 18 clones of Jean Grey in the Marvel Universe. 18? <laughs> really? 12 of them are named Madeline Pryor. Oh, okay. <laughs> two are Jean Grey, one is Armageddon, two are Nathaniel Grey, and one is X-Raven, or Z-Raven. Oh. I don't know how to pronounce
3: it.
0: Okay.
2: Well, I mean,
3: Nathaniel Gray isn't a clone of Gene Gray. I just googled it. That's what it told me. Because uh, Nathaniel
1: isn't isn't that the isn't the, that X uh, Man? Isn't that Earth and
2: um, Earth T R N Five Seven
1: Nine? Oh. Um, who, what's Cable's name? Well, he's Nathan, but yeah. I think Nathaniel is the one from the alternate timeline. All right. Um, Nate Gray, um,
2: A.K.A. X-Man, yeah. is a powerful mutant genetically engineered by Mister Sinister using the DNA of Cyclops and Jean Gray. So, oh. not technically a clone, I guess. The um, child. Uh, yeah. And then the other one is doesn't say.
1: Yeah. To, anyway, to that, hey. that also brings up. So, sorry. Uh, the, the 16 latest...
2: Sixteen clones of Gene Gray. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The uh, the latest issue of Immortal X-Men is fantastic. It was really good. I don't want to give anything away, but it's kind of like Groundhog Day with Mr. Sinister. So oh, okay. yeah. Oh, it, it, I,
2: I just found an article called, Will the Real Jean Grey Please Stand Up? A Guide to Phoenix as Many Phases. Uh, <laughs> anyway, somebody has yeah. got to stop cloning Jean Grey. Holy crap.
3: <laughs> well, it's all it's all sinister's fault he's got a he's got a thing for gene gray and cyclops and no kidding
2: yeah. it's like that episode of Spaceballs where he has the dolls and he's making them kiss each other yep yeah
3: <laughs> except he likes to do with just like he'll get samples of their dna and be like no, the dna kiss strands <laughs> kiss each other and pop then they got nathaniel gray <laughs> yep that's how science works right
2: yeah, exactly. That, that's exactly how science works. Some dino DNA. <laughs> Dinosaur.
1: <laughs> wow, this show has gone downhill really quick.
3: <sighs> <laughs> who broke who, who broke up the eggnog? Jesus.
2: <laughs> have some brandy it. with your. Have some eggnog with your brandy.
0: There
1: you go. That is it for this episode, but we can't finish things off without uh, thanking our lovely patrons. You can find us at patreon.com slash Nerds. Uh, thanks go out to Drew, Karina, RhinoVision, Alex, Team Woods, Mike Hammond, Gavin, and Rex. It, uh, thank, you should, so thank
2: you so much! Thank you so much. It should be
1: noted, uh, some of you have gotten a little thing from us uh, because it was delivered by hand by uh, Ryan and that uh, Ryan and uh, Kevin. Kevin,
2: his name's Kevin.
1: I was getting there.
2: Yeah, he would have got there eventually. <laughs> I know, but I like to tease.
1: And uh, but for others, uh, it should be in the mail to you. So um just a little bit of a thank you for uh, your patronage which has meant we uh, will not have to pay for our hosting this year and a couple other things by the looks of things so Yay.
2: um
1: thank you very very much thank you on,
2: uh, yes we completely appreciate out. it yeah mm-hmm.
1: and and even if if you can't spare the bucks or don't want to throw money our way that's cool too just uh, a nice rate and uh uh, review us on your podcasting platform of choice, like Apple the Podcasts or Podbean or whatever you're, you're listening to us on now. Spotify. SoundCloud, yeah. wherever. Yep. Podbean? Yep, and then it's another thing to get your podcast on.
2: Mine's called Podkicker.
1: There you there. go. The I use one.
2: Overcast.
1: Yep, same here. So that is it for this week and for this year. Our next episode will be in the new year. So you know what that means, folks. It is the uh, True North Nerds favorites episode because we don't do best of because best is, uh, you know, subjective Subjective. to uh, the people. But uh, we do have a lot of favorites. And because we're all into different things, it uh, will be a little bit interesting, I think. So uh, come back in two weeks for that. In the meantime, uh, whatever holiday or non-holiday you might be celebrating or taking the time off for, hope it goes well, and I hope you will be tuning in in two weeks. Thank you very much, and we will talk to you later.
0: Bye! See ya! Ho, ho, ho! Set your phasers
2: to sexy! Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TrueNorthNerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of
1: choice and rate and review us.